Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 146 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the opportunity to read your word and learn more about you. Help us learn what you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 13. He is teaching repentance. He deeply desired his people would repent and be saved by him. He was told about the people who were killed by Pilate's hand. They were offering sacrifices when they were killed, and their blood was mixed with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus points out they did not die because they were worse sinners than anyone, and he encourages them to repent and be saved. Then he tells the parable of the fig tree that had no fruit on it. The likeness is the Jewish nation. God planted them, but they were bearing no fruit. Jesus is the vine dresser, asking God for more time to water and feed the people until a final decision would be made. Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven. In verse 19, he says, It is like a grain of a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his own garden, and it grew and became a tree. And the wild birds found shelter and roosted and nested in its branches. I always read this as one who is the wild bird who found shelter. We may not be the Israelites, God's chosen people, but we are chosen by God to know him. We are grafted into his fold and we find shelter in him. Jesus tells us to strive to enter the kingdom through the narrow door. As we read the word, let us ask God to continue to mold and shape us, teach us about him and help us be obedient to him. Then Jesus is warned that Herod wants to kill him. Note that even with a threat on his life, he goes on with his mission. He said, go and tell that fox, sly and crafty, skulking and cowardly. Behold, I drive out demons and perform healings today and tomorrow and on the third day I finish, complete my course. Jesus never backed down. He was determined to fulfill his mission. Let us ask God for the courage, strength and stamina to push forward into the plans he has for us, the mission he has for us. Lastly, we see Jesus' compassion and love. We also see his disappointment. He said, how often I have desired and yearned to gather you children together around me as a hen gathers her young under her wings, but you would not. Jesus wants to save us as well as he wanted to save his own people. Let us be willing to be saved by him. Let us pray for a soft heart toward God and not let this world swallow us up in its greed and malice. Let's see what John is writing to us in the final chapter of his first letter, chapter five. This chapter is among the most encouraging chapters we read in the word. Many of the verses are underlined in my Bible. First John writes that anyone who believes that Jesus is the son of God is a born again child of God. We have eternal life in him. He writes that loving God means we follow his commands. Verse four is especially encouraging and says, for whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith victory. Such a precious word. We all want victory over our lives in this broken world. Let us keep our eyes and hearts turned toward God today. John also tells us God listens to us and hears us. I always love when I read this in his word. We are reminded the Lord cares deeply for us. John also tells us that our requests are granted. How soothing this is for our souls. Verse 18 is another soothing verse and says, we know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin, 
but the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him. Christ's divine presence within him preserves him against the evil, and the wicked one does not lay hold, get a grip on him, or touch him. We are protected by Jesus. Lastly, John tells us to keep ourselves from idols. The Amplified Bible defines idols as false gods from anything and everything that would occupy the place in your heart due to some sort of substitute for him that would take first place in your life. May we go to God in prayer and ask him to show us what we are putting in front of him and then ask for the strength to let it go. Well, let's see what's happening in 1 Kings chapter 5. There is exciting news in this chapter. Solomon is determined to build a house for God. King Hiram loved David and was happy to help Solomon in this endeavor. He had the most skilled men in cutting timber, so they joined labor forces and started working on the lumber needed. Solomon also set men over hewing stone for the foundation. There were tens of thousands of men who worked on this project. 480 years had passed since the exodus from Egypt to when the house of the Lord would start to be constructed according to chapter 6. It took seven years to build. In verses 12 and 13, the Lord came to Solomon saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes, execute my precepts, and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then I will fulfill to you my promises which I made to David your father, and I will dwell among the Israelites and will not forsake my people Israel. God desired to dwell among his people, and he desires to dwell in our hearts. Let us continue to surrender to him and ask him to rule over our lives. Psalm 146 is a psalm of praise. It is also filled with wisdom. Verse 3 tells us to not put our trust in princes. Maybe better put these days is don't put our trust in people. God is the only one we should trust in. He goes on to write that the one who has God as his help and whose hope is in the Lord is blessed. God is the maker of everything. He offers justice to the oppressed, food for the hungry, sets prisoners free, protects the strangers, and helps the fatherless and widows. These are the things the Lord does and the things he cares about. Let us be the heart and hands of the Lord and offer help that he desires to give. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you. Help us stay true to you, honor you, and worship you. May our hearts be soft and always turn to you. Keep us seeking you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.